Welcome, everybody, to another NPC's Weekly What Are You Playing for the week of March 6th, 2021. My name is Travis, and of course, I am joined by Preston. Hello. And Kyle. What up, what up? Gentlemen, how have we all been doing? I've been doing well. How you been doing? Not bad. Sorry we couldn't meet up this uh, last week, of course. Just, uh... I ended up getting a call from work about something broken and just it ended up taking so long to try to figure out by the time we were done, my wife was walking in the door from work. It was like, shit, we're not gonna be able to do anything then. So it's like, all right, well, guess a week off for everybody, huh? You want to hear the best part? Mm -hmm. Fucking Brandon texts me at like 1030 and he's like, sorry about the podcast. I'm like, Shut the fuck up, Brandon. You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he knew you went into work. That's fucking yeah, because... It's uh, like, well, because, yeah, I mean, he uh, he's the one who escalated or uh, I escalated to him that I had gotten a, a call about a problem. And so I had to have him set up a bunch of things there. You know, they got their processes and procedures. And and so he's like, you were supposed to record tonight, weren't you? I'm like, yeah, that was that was it. But I'm here with you now. And so <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, it's no big deal, Brandon. That. We take weeks off every now and then. It's not a big deal. <laughs> At least he's looking out. He's just he's checking in, make sure. I don't think so, okay, man. Just let this out. Like I could be, I guess I could be reading because it, it was a text, so I could be reading into the tone of the text. But it felt like he was trying, like nah, 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 nah. nah. You did. You mean like you always do? Or... You mean like you're always reading into the text from him? Yep, <laughs> yep, just the way I do. Exactly. See, exactly. <laughs> Bingo! Hit the nail on the head with that one. Anyway, guys, it's been a couple weeks. We've all been playing some games, and uh, I don't know how we want to start things out here. I know it's a small list here, but it's definitely probably some longer things. Uh, who wants to kick things off for the week here first? You, I actually want to hear more about Valheim. How's it going? Oh, my God. That has seriously been the only thing I have been playing for the last couple of weeks, ever since I picked it up. I've got a friend of mine who is running his own private server, and I, I'm just I'm trying to think of exactly where to begin on stuff. So... Right now, I guess the way I'll begin is where we're at in the progression path is that we've already taken down two of the bosses so far, which includes Ikthir, which is the 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 elk god or whatever that shoots lightning from its its um, antlers made of iron. And then we've also taken down uh, the Elder, which is similar to the the tree guardians from Lord of the Rings. Uh, this one shoots uh, or will bring roots out of the ground and use those to attack you kind of an area of effect. And then we'll also shoot like um, uh, thorned vines at you, at least towards your direction uh, to be able to hit you for damage as well. But as long as you got those fire arrows, everything's OK. Uh, but that's where we're at, at least in the progression so far. We're working our way to actually get enough um material to start fighting the next boss known as bone mass and this is a giant uh blob slime that lives in the swamp and not only are you fighting it uh with your best ability i guess being some sort of like frost or ice arrow but uh it also spawns skeletons to fight against you which skeletons are more predominant in the swamp areas so that's what we're building up to next but and what we've set up so far, we've got uh, portals to different locations, whether it's one to a merchant, a traveling merchant that kind of sets up in one place or another. Um, and you can only sell and buy certain things from them. Like you, The one thing that gets me about the crafting in this game is that you can't actually craft a fishing rod. 
you have the only way you can get one is you have to buy one from this merchant and it sucks That's because dumb. fish are so abundant uh, yeah fish are so abundant in this game that the only way you're going to get fish is either with that fishing rod or just uh getting to a point where they kind of like wash up on shore and then you can pick them up and then cook them uh, but we got portal set up to that. We got portal set up to some of our key, I guess, staging areas for where the few bosses are at right now. Um, Ike fear the, the, the elk God is actually closer to us because that is the first one that you fight anyway. Uh, but we've got portals set up to, uh, near where the elder God, uh, or where the elders altar is at. And then now we've got one set up near bone masses too. So, uh, the way we're progressing around is definitely making it easier instead of sailing because with sailing, uh, just like it would be in life anyway, of course, you're you're uh, uh, you're limited by the way the wind is blowing. So if the wind is blowing with you, then obviously, of course, you're going to be getting there much faster with the boat that you're in. If the wind is blowing against you, well, obviously, you're going to have to pull that sail up and just paddle your way until the wind actually shifts. Um, But. I guess what questions can I answer for you, Preston, about it? I just curious how it was going as far as progression and things like that. Um, I, mean, I haven't played it because you said it probably wouldn't be a game for me. Uh, is it I don't mainly just think so. Based? There's a lot of things. Yes, there's a lot of crafting in there. And I think that's one of those things. Like, honestly, I think if you were to look at the crafting in this game versus something like Minecraft, for example, I know this is such a weird thing to say. I think you'd play Minecraft. It's it is a slog to actually get things <laughs> built again, up. Buddy. <laughs> I know it, it is. It's like it, it's such a slog to get things built up and made because one of the resources like iron is the big one. I mean, in Minecraft, you can go get that in a heartbeat almost. But in this game itself, it requires that progression to get through um, certain bosses. Because once you beat the Elder, he drops an item known as a Swamp Key. And that allows you to get into uh, Swamp Crypts, which are just little dungeons that are actually dotted throughout different parts of the swamp. I think there's maybe like two or three per swamp biome. And once you get in there, then that's where you can start to get your first bits of iron available. They're just they're mixed into these muddy uh, piles that you have to actually like mine through and dig through to actually be able to get scrap iron out of. And then once you get enough of that, then you can go back and smelt it and make it into iron ingots and then start building up things, uh, whether it's iron armor, iron weapons, uh, building what's called a stone cutter table, which allows you to start building up your fort instead of using wood for your houses and for your fences and, and defenses and such, you can actually start building up more of um, stone walls and, and, and stone houses and other stone materials too. How's the combat? So, What's it like? Uh, it, it varies. So of course, because of it being um, with a lot of the crafting and survival, there is sort of like level progression for each of your skills. Right. Um, so as you continue on, like using the different things, like if you use a bow, uh, you know, way more than something else, obviously you're going to level up your skill in that much more. Um, it depends uh, really on who you're fighting and what you're fighting up against. If you're fighting something like a gray beard, which is a kind of like a forest, um, a f what do I want to call it? Uh, not a troll because that is actually an enemy in there. Um, I don't know exactly what to call it. Like a forest ent, I guess, is the way I'd say it. It's about human size is what okay. the, these things are. But if you're fighting against these uh, graybeards, they're, they could be sometimes kind of slow. You could roll – like you can 
tuck and roll your way um, out of the way of them. And, you know, a couple hits like with a bronze axe for me takes them down. And I think like two or three swipes. But when you're taking on something as big as, say, like a troll, which can be, I don't know, maybe five or six stories tall, then that's going to be one of those things where using a bow, for an ex- for example, you're going to want to really make sure that those shots aim for the head uh, to be like able to deal at least the most damage. Uh, I would say so. It definitely feels a little slower than Monster Hunter, though. Um, I think it's oh, wow. more just because of the... St- <laughs> I, I think it's just more of the state of the game than anything, like because everything really feels like it moves a little clunkier, like the the trolls or not. the Yeah, the trolls themselves, like I said, being as huge as they are, I mean, they'll they'll chase you down. But the only way they can hit you is they can't hit you while they're moving. They basically stop um, cock back their arm, which they're usually holding like a, a, a full size log and they go to to swipe at you to hit you and deal damage that way, or they'll throw rocks at you, but they can't attack while they're moving. So you have the ability to get away from them, and then they can kind of become dumb in that sense where it's like you can get far enough away from them, and then they're just like, well, I guess you didn't go this way, so I'm just going to go back this way and despawn or fucking whatever. So you can have that, or you can find a way to trap a, a troll. Like I, by first encounter with one, I got one trapped kind of on a beach where it was not necessarily stuck in the water, but it got itself to a point where it was up against a rock and it couldn't like the AI could not figure out how to navigate up and around it um, where others have been able to. And I was just able to sit there on the rock and just hit it with arrows multiple times and just, you know, until it died and then collect whatever it dropped. That was, uh, that was one thing I would say, when it comes to the rest of the combat, I'd say your big bosses themselves are definitely more of your challenge ones. We really need to keep moving and keep adapting to whatever it is they keep they try to throw at you. Sounds like you're enjoying it, though. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm With as much time as I'm putting into it, I mean, as soon as I sit down, you know, I'm thinking of playing games. Um, it, it's like Valheim is the one because I can just go in there and I, I lose track of time playing it. Like, I, I remember... One night this last week, I was sitting down playing, and I looked at my phone. I'm like, okay, it's 8.30. You know, this isn't bad. I'll, I just put one of the other kids to bed. The other one's up still playing video games right now. My daughter's been in bed for a few hours. It's like, okay, I can play for a while. And, you know, I'm playing, and then I look back down on my phone, and it's like 10.45. Like, I felt like I just looked down at it. It's like, I've been playing that long. So it's one of those time sync games that you don't even really think about because you are having fun with it. But... The caveat I'll put on it, though, is that it's definitely more fun playing with other people. If you are trying to do this solo, it's very possible to do. But with how big the world is and the strength on these bosses, um, it definitely helps to have those other people to play with. But you can only have a maximum of eight people at a time on a server or at least on on whatever you're hosting. So you can only play with up to eight. But that's usually enough to do what you need to do to progress ahead. Have you found any other issues with it? Um, I think my main issue that I have with it is really the wind. Is that the wind itself doesn't seem... <laughs> yeah, no kidding. The wind itself doesn't really seem to function the way it feels like in, in, you know, in real life. Is that it feels like the wind shifts so quick that you could have it with you as you're sailing around and be able to get places really quick. And then it seems like it's just a snap and out of nowhere, it's pointing right 
uh, right back at you. And so you're being held back. I'd say that's one of those things I don't like. But one one big thing I do appreciate, and I know, of course, it's because the, the time scale in the game is different than it is in real life anyway. But one thing I thought that was really cool is the way weather progresses in the game is that if you are hit by a storm and let's say you're halfway across the map away from where your home base is, like you're exploring some sort of open area, like a plains biome, you could have a storm hit you there and it be a 10 to 15 second delay of it to actually hit where your house is. And so the weather is actually rolling through the world itself. And I thought that was a neat addition to it, especially as it comes along with like the the ocean, which can be churned up by the storm. So as you're sailing around, you have to worry about the potential of capsizing your boat. And I like that it's like, okay, if I am sailing my boat into the weather and I hit the storm and I need to, you know, change my tactics on how I'm sailing about, if I know there's someone behind me and they haven't hit the storm yet, I can give them a heads up and say, hey, this is coming up this way. Just just be ready for it. And it helps them kind of be prepared, especially if there's a sea serpent floating around out there in the ocean part of the biome. And, you know, because if the wind is against you, you're not going to get away from it. But if the wind is with you with that second level uh, boat, the carve, then you're able to get away from it really quick. Otherwise, you're pretty much fucked. Hmm. I do like weird weather effects like that. Yeah, I really appreciate it. My goal besides trying to get my stuff back from my fucking grave because I just had to go and die to that stupid fucking drugar in the uh, swamp is uh, I want to start making my way up to the mountain areas and start to uh, tame a wolf because I've been seeing videos online where one guy actually went and had like 50 wolves tamed and took them to one boss and he just like let them like he just unleashed them on the boss and had the boss down in like 20 seconds. I was like, that's the way to do it. That's exactly the way I want to do it. And I guess you can tame trolls too. You can tame the, you can tame boars. I don't know about elk, but uh, I've seen trolls tamed. I've seen the wolves tamed before, but there's a lot of other things that I haven't come across yet. And I don't know what to expect hitting them, especially, I guess there's drakes and dragons in there. And I'm not looking forward to the day I come across one of those. You said get back to your grave. Is there a Dark Souls aspect to this? Uh, Yes and no. So there's a Minecraft you... aspect to it. So yeah, exactly. well, or a so... Terraria aspect to it where where wherever you died, your items and shit get left your there. Items. Okay. Right, but the difference though is compared to Minecraft, Minecraft on the other hand, like let's say you you well, you died of something anyway, um your items are all scattered. You know, it, it's where you died at, but everything is kind of scattered within a certain radius. The problem you run into though with Minecraft is that your stuff can despawn. Um, in this, on the other hand, though, when you die, a gravestone is actually put in place of where you died at. So you can actually go back to it. It's marked on your map. You can go right back to where it is, collect all your stuff and carry on. The one issue that I have come across with that, that I guess is just more of a, more of kind of like a moaning groan type thing is that if you die a second time on your way back to that gravestone, the marker actually disappears from your map. And a new marker appears where you most recently died at. So you either have to have marked it to be able to make yourself aware of where it is or do your best to try to figure it out. Can other players dig your shit up? Yep, they can. That's cool. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. So you get back there, someone's robbing your grave and just, hey, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) 
Yeah, there was an instance where uh, I actually had to do that to another player because I ran out of arrows and I was trying to escape something chasing me. And I needed to, I found their grave sitting out there. So I'm like, I'm just going to look. So I went over, looked, they had a full stack of just wood arrows, your, your base level arrow. So I grabbed that, put that in my inventory and that saved my ass, you know, but I know who the player was. And fortunately we have enough materials already collected so far and it, it's not bad to collect stuff. Anyway, we had enough materials collected up that I could just build them another stack of them just to replace, you know? So I don't, I didn't feel like too much of a dick stealing any stuff, but I took what I needed from that. That's pretty so, cool. I like that mechanic. It's yeah, it's a really neat mechanic. But on the Dark Souls side, though, as you were kind of talking about, there is there are penalties to dying. So if you're in a game session and you die, I think it's like if you just die one time, there's really no penalty to you. It's, it's like per session. So if you sign out of the game and sign back in, I think it resets itself. But if you die, um, there's some sort of there's something put on to you about, um, oh yeah, uh, when you first die, it's called no skill drain. So usually that means, of course, that you're you're the same person. You basically come back. You just got to go and get your stuff again. Uh, but if you die subsequent times, you actually lose skill points in the things you've built up. So like, let's say I make it to level 31 on my on my bow ability. Then there's the possibility that I die the second time and every other subsequent time after the first. I'm going to lose skill points in in my like in what I've already acquired so far. So there is things you need to be aware of that you could potentially if you just really suck at playing the game, you could get back down to basically nothing and have to start over on where your skills are at going forward. So you have to be able to manage your risk as best as you can when playing the game. I like that. Yeah, I just I think the crafting is just too much of a slog though and that's why it's like for you, Preston, where I think that's really what would kill you on this. But everything else, if you hop into a server where someone has already been playing and they can set you up with some things to kind of start off, then you're not necessarily in the worst spot and you are going to still have to do mining anyway and, and resource collecting to proceed ahead. But I, you know, that might set you up, set you up a little bit better. But overall, I think you're still, you would still run into that same problem. What I like though, at least, is that the game is only a gig install. Um, the graphics on it definitely feel like what you'd see from like PlayStation two era, at least as it comes to, um, texture models for, um, the ground, um, like any structures in that, that are built up. The water doesn't seem to have that type of feeling to it. I mean, kind of yes and no, but everything else has kind of like uh mid to late PlayStation two style graphics. Uh, and it seems to run really well on my computer. Like I pull in an average of, 75 to 80 frames per second uh playing with everything maxed out at 1440p so it's it handles it really well that's cool yeah but no that's just been my that has been my uh that has been my thing for the last couple of weeks and i swear to god I, i'm not putting this game down like i'm so i'm enjoying this thing so much and i can't wait to see what continues to come out of this and it is uh, for anybody listening of course on this one and you haven't picked this game up yet it is early access, so there are still bugs, there are still nuances, there are still things that are just going to be continuously worked out, so you're going to see minor patch updates here. No time frame on when it's actually going to be a full 1.0 release. So 20 bucks at early access is not bad. There is mod support for it too, for things that aren't in the game that others have decided to go ahead and make things for. It's definitely well worth it to look at some of those mods, but it's I think for 20 bucks, it's definitely been... Players. 
Yeah, it actually broke so. the concurrent record for uh, players uh, this last last week or the week before. It definitely broke that record count above Cyberpunk, I think. So it's definitely way up there. But yeah, that's that, that's everything about it. That's everything I got really for games. That's what has eaten up all my time. So I'm going to pass it to you guys because I know you need to argue about Curse of the Dead Gods. I don't need to argue about it. Yeah, that's a great game. I don't. I don't know why yeah. you'd argue about it. What's the argument? But, well, then do whatever the fuck you is? need to do yeah, about it. How good I'll, it is? I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll go ahead and talk about what I've played since I didn't really play a whole lot. Uh, played more of the medium. Uh, I, I have lost so much interest in that game. I have no friggin' clue what's going on. The puzzles are really <laughs> simple. Um, I don't know. It's it's not that great of a game. It it is very much a walking simulator. Uh, that there's only a few times where you ever have to really worry about dying, um, and it's ever really tense because you have there. There's actually a button to hold hold your breath, and I I've honestly thought about switching to the controller because on the keyboard. So you'll you'll have to be walking. So you're having to hold, you know, one to two buttons there, um, and then your your like sight or your second sight is uh, control. But then to hold your breath is alt. So you kind of got to do this like weird claw thing with your hand in order to just walk around and like sneak around the one bad guy that I've encountered. That sounds kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um. I don't know. There's really not a lot to the gameplay. Like, I uh, there there's less story to the witness, and I I feel more involved in that game. Is the uh, is the story the story's not coming together at all for you? Uh, not really. I kind of just stopped caring about it. Like you're you're at this hospital or whatever, um, kind of investigating. I don't remember what at this point, because uh, you go on this like I, I don't know. You you're chasing this like girl ghost around, trying to like help her out, um, and potentially like send her to the afterlife or whatever. And then it just you you get so sidetracked on things, and then it's like, oh, all of a sudden she's back, and it's like, oh, well, I know who you are now, and I'm gonna send you away. And she's like, I don't want to go. And by the way, you you've been here before. See ya. And it's like, uh, oh, okay, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> That's um, some good writing right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. I I'm just not sold on it. I it, it's an achievement mine. That's for sure. Um, even half-assed in the game, I've heart, I'm like, I think three quarters of the way through the game and I've got like 600 of a thousand achievement on it. Yeah. Just one so, of those where you just get it for playing it. Yeah, pretty much. Like it, it's not quite an avatar, but, uh, you know, but man, curse of the dead gods. Yeah. That game is Friggin' fantastic. Uh, of course, I don't know if you, you've been told about it, Travis. Uh, but it is a roguelike, of course. 
uh, one of my favorite yeah, I was, types. I was looking it up as I was waiting to, I was waiting to hear more about this. And yeah, I'm surprised. Like with Hades coming out this last year, and now this, it's like, are we just in an era of of just independent roguelikes just really taking the spotlight, especially with Doom Four or not Doom? God, why do I keep on going back to Doom with Diablo Four and everything else just coming down the line? You know. See, I I feel like with roguelikes, if you have a formula that works good for, like, quick one-offs, you know, that could potentially turn into, like, a 20-minute to an hour-long game session, and then you're, you've are you beat the game, but there there could be more to it, that, that, that's kind of fun for me. That, that's like, that's like a compressed arcade experience, and I, I, I liked arcades. They're like little bite-sized sessions for a game. Yeah. Yeah, I like those too. Um, this one, of course, you know, it's a little bit different. You, you have the curse to deal with every time you go through a door. Um, and it's got a map system. So you get to pick a path and what, what you encounter along the path, um, as you go. So it was like, as you encounter was, yeah, exactly. Um, so you'll, you'll get to a door and then it'll show you the forks that, you know, what your potential paths are. But then it uh, closes them out entirely after you make your choice, you know, what ones you you didn't choose and won't be able to go to. Um, but you, you gain more curse as you progress through the doors, but enemies can also curse you along with other things um, by being attacked and uh, by being status affected by enemies and outside um environmental damage and stuff uh the curses can be bad but can also be good but then can also revert themselves and be total shit again it 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 can be a really wild ride going through it and um at at the end of each of the uh, rooms you you actually get to choose oftentimes whether you want to get more of a skill a, a different weapon or upgrade a weapon um, and you can actually choose whether to spend cash or blood. And if you spend blood, you're gaining more curse. If you gain so much curse, then you die just automatically. But um, it's like you have a curse bar that it's a 1 to 100 scale. Once that fills up, it's like one curse mark. And then after five curse marks, you're dead. It's a it's an interesting risk reward mechanic that they built into the game. Very much um, so. I where... I really enjoy it. I've gotten some really interesting combos where, all of a sudden, you know, I I'll, I'll be cursed, but the curse is giving me lots of gold. But then that same curse turns all the gold to blood. But uh, due to the the curse after that, blood heals me. So I almost become invincible. It, yeah, it gets wild. Really cool but then then your final curse might negate everything and just make everything ten times worse for you. It's a good way to keep the run fresh in each, because aesthetically, oh, yeah. this game looks the same in each room. Uh, it's just a temple oh, yeah. thing. And uh, there, there's not a lot of enemy variety. Not yet. Um, um, I'm only they, past the first one, too, so... I, I feel like the attacks are, it, 
it's not a super difficult game. Like, it's not super difficult to get overwhelmed. Um, I don't know. The 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 attacks are are very. Um, I, I'm trying to think of the word. Um, telegraphed. Yeah, very telegraphed. Like you know when to dodge. You know when if you have you know an object to block, when to block, so on and so forth. Um, okay. But Combat's very I don't Diablo know. style. It um, is very Diablo. Yeah, it, it that's what I was Diablo noticing. That aspect. Yeah. Yeah, it took a little bit of time because I did feel like the combat was clunky on the first couple runs. Uh, it just It's just me getting used to the parry timing and the dodge timing. Once I had it down, I was like, okay, this is fine. Uh, I really like their light and dark mechanic. That was something they added. Um, oh, yeah. That, yeah, that, really, that cool really can change the game, too. Because yeah. that, that's another thing your curse can affect and can make it totally wild. So you have a light source you have to deal with uh, in each room. Uh, you can light torches. Uh, you can light razors. Uh, you can also just light enemies on fire and use them as light source and then use them to keep the room lit. Uh, usually keeping the room lit is a good idea because that's how you protect yourself from environmental hazards. If it's dark, you just won't see them altogether. It's not even like you can walk up on them and see them. You just won't see them. Yeah. Uh, they become invisible. So, But there are some curses you can get that will... Like, you can do 30% extra damage if you're in the dark. So it might incentivize you to, like, I don't give a fuck if there's light. Let's, let's put some damage out. It's a really cool bunch of little systems they got working together uh, to make yeah, the game feel Yeah, but normally unique. you do, like, 10% more damage in the light. Like, just base. You know, it, it's it's something weird like that. Yeah, I don't know how many weapons they have. I've I've played with about four different weapons so far. Uh, four oh, or five. man. Um... There's some cool shit, though. I like that hammer. That hammer felt so good to just beat the shit up. I usually like quick weapons in these games where I can just get in and out, in and out, and hit real fast. That hammer felt real good to smash the fuck out See, of people I with. See, I like the uh, claw-whip combo. That thing's fucking nice, too. And Dude, then, like, you can uh, also, because... like a two-attack with the, the claw, or a, I think it, maybe it's a three-attack, but and then you attack with the whip, and he does, like, a spin attack with the whip, and it will knock everything back. So you could just go into another attack. You can also hold down there. Yeah, so each one has a quick attack and a strong attack. Um, so if you do the strong attack on the whip, it actually has like a scorpion-like spear where he just grabs the person and brings them in. They, and you can mix that shit really nicely. But you can switch weapons out. Like if the whip isn't doing it for you, and that's what you started with was the claw and whip combo, you can switch your ranged weapon halfway throughout the – if you go into a weapon room or something like that. And you can switch it to like a bow or something. So now you have a claw and bow. So you're not stuck with shit – if you think you got screwed a little bit, so there's a little bit of player agency, a little bit of choosing, you get a little bit of choice in it. You're not stuck, and it makes it feel like less. There's this was just a wasted run. Uh, the only thing they can really do that are the curses, but even that, I, I haven't found any curse like Some of the super curses oppressive. Can be beneficial, yeah, yeah. Even sometimes, yeah, like you said, they can even work in your favor. I haven't found any curse yet to be super oppressive against what I'm trying to do. I was like, ah, oh, that sucks, but whatever. We'll work our way. Uh, how that. many times have you gotten up to level five? <laughs> Twice. It's uh, but by the time you get to level five, you can actually choose not to get cursed. Um, and you can actually keep your curse meter down. Um, I think you can actually only get. Three. Oh no, no no no! I mean like level five curse. Yeah, I know you can, but if you, if you want to go all the way to the top and not, that's how I got. That's how I beat them. I actually didn't accept the curses that high. I didn't accept gifts. Oh. I just I just tried to go talent wise all the way up to see if I could beat the boss on only having a level three curse. 
So you could do that as well. You again, it's yeah, a risk no, reward thing. I think I think, think for the few runs that I I was actually pretty successful. Um, I think I've got like eighty eight percent and seventy seven percent on uh the left two areas, not okay. the the crypt. The crypt, I I'm really low. I'm like at twenty three percent. But that's a cool um, game. I like that game a lot though. Yeah, it's a fun little game, Sherman. I got it for like eighteen bucks. So I was like, worth it. I, I think that's, it's that's not a bad price sale, at all. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually looks like a really good one, and I really like the, I really love the cell shaded look for sure. So yeah, it looks like uh, Darkest Dungeon does this for an art style. Uh, I really yeah, like, like that like, art look. It's like a mix between Darkest Dungeon and Hades and something else. I, I think the map looks like Slay the Spire, where you're choosing your path and which way you want to go. You can plan out the move ahead. Yeah, it's it's got some combinations. Nothing I think that makes it too unique, except for the curses to itself. But I don't care. It, it it plays really well. It's really well done. Very cool. Very cool. I'll have to go look it up and again and grab it. I don't know if it's on Switch. I would like this one to be on Switch. I I picked it up on Xbox. I should check and see if it's on Switch. See, and I picked it up on PC. Yeah, I would. It would be a nice Switch game, right? Because that's why I like Hades. Because I could just pick it up and play Hades wherever see, I want. See, and I, I next time Hades goes on sale on Switch, I think I want to buy it because it. It has the the cross save, so I can actually just transfer my nice. save back and forth between Steam and Switch. Now this game is no Hades, Sherm. I will say that Hades is still a, a much better game, actually. I think. Um, I okay. yeah, I don't think there's like hardly any story, if any story at all, in this. Yeah, game. music none. It's just got good replayability and good gameplay. Yeah, it's just a solid game. Um, well, I guess that was sure or Kyle, so I guess we're in mine now, huh? Uh, yeah. Sherm, what else did you play? <laughs> I started Outer Wilds. This is the last time I'm going to play Outer Wilds. This is the <laughs> last time I'm giving that game a chance because I want to like that game so fucking bad. From everybody tells me how good of an open-ended, non-linear adventure game that is, and I just want to experience it so bad. I'm about eight hours in now. This is by far the furthest I've gotten. It's the most I've explored. It's pretty good. I like the puzzles in it. I don't know, though. Like, Did you like Outer Wilds? Did I like Outer Wilds? Yeah, Kyle didn't play it. Kyle, I don't think Kyle would like this kind of game. I don't think he's really... I, I didn't play it. I, I've wanted to play it. I, 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 I did. I still... I, I did play it all the way through. I did like the story. I think just what always did it for me, though, anyway, and I still had to take these frequent breaks on it, is that just trying to move the ship around was just disorienting enough for me that I just, it's I actually did feel sick. disorienting. It did. It actually made me feel sick. Like, it made me feel like I was playing the game almost in VR because it just seemed like the the consistent or inconsistent uh, gravity was a... Uh, was always a problem because it's like you can land on this planet here like you're gonna get sucked into it quick because the gravity is different from you know this other planet here but it just kept on jumping around so much it just felt like you're being pulled in too quick and then of course you got the damage to repair and you you're you're just uh you just want to throw up sometimes yeah if it's moving too fast like i just did that storm planet which is actually by far my favorite one one with all the tornadoes and cyclones on it i like that planet a lot i really like the music when shit's about to go when you're when the cycle's about to end and the sun's about to go supernova. I really like that mm-hmm. music a lot. I'm glad we, you and I fought for that uh, that year for to get it into best music. Yeah, fuck Dan. He didn't know. He don't know. <laughs> didn't like Outer Wild. Shut up. Um, then I also played... 
I've been looking for a game. I just want a mindless game, and I just can't seem to find one. Uh, I started Zombie again, though. It's alright. <laughs> that's a that's a it's fun an game. okay game. Yeah, it's an okay game. It's a zombie game. Like I don't know. Like I, I like for... that you can run into yourself. Yeah, that is cool. Especially being back in like 2012 ish, around the time it came out, 2012, 2013, I think, something like that. Uh, man, zombie games have changed so much. Even just from then, they're like, there's like six zombies in a room, and they're like panic, and they're like trying to make me freak out. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I was like, that's only six. I was like, I don't know. I just played World War Z that had. I don't know, 1,800 zombies on the screen at once. Right. <laughs> I was like, eh. I was like, six zombies doesn't seem to scare me. Even if they do take multiple hits, it's like, whatever. I'll just kill them one at a time. Nice and slow. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a dated game, though. I do like some of the concepts they have, though. I would like to see them implemented in a new kind of horror game. The That Dark Souls style of having to find your own body again, or mm-hmm. choosing to. That's cool. I like that a lot. Um the sca- I, I recover, think they know that scavenger couldn't you recover too. shit that you had too yeah. from from your body if you killed yourself yeah yeah that I, sounds so weird yeah that's that's a cool fucking mechanic though i like that uh the only thing i would really like i haven't gotten too far i don't know if it ever does this uh base building i would like a good base building mechanic to go along with this game since it's so crafting and scavenger oriented i feel like oh, a base yeah. building mechanic would really help in this but yeah that's a good game then i played the outriders demo Oh boy! How is that? <laughs> oh boy! <Yeah. laughs> oh boy! Because I saw Dan and uh, Brandon told me to play it. Dan and Brandon were playing it, and Dan uh, Brandon goes, "Here you should play Outriders." I was like, "What the fuck's Outriders?" Sends me a video. I was like, "Okay, I'll check it out." I see them playing it, so I download it on an Xbox One, and I play it, and I'm like, "This game looks like a PlayStation Two early 360 game." I was like, "This looks oh like my god, it looks bad, dude." As far as, like, screen stuttering, uh, frame rate drops, load screens take, like, 45 to 50 seconds at least just to go from level to level. And I was like, oh, my God, this is an open-world game. Like, the whole thing doesn't even load in at once. So I get, And I'm getting cutscenes all the time, and you have to get a load screen on each cutscene. It was just killing me like a fucking punch to the gut every time another fucking load screen came up. Like, God damn it, I hate this game. Um... The story of this one is kind of like, uh, kind of like the Mass Effect's um, earlier games, where uh, Earth has been it's it's on its last legs. They've been sent out to find new planets to sustain life. So you come to this planet, and your group is called the Outriders. You're the you're the scavenger team. You're the you're the first contact team. And you get here, and you're like, oh, it looks good. And some fucking jackass is like, all right, call them down. And you're like, no, we need to. You've been on the planet for literally eight minutes. And he's like, yeah, good, we're good, call him down. And I'm like, what do you mean, call him down? You don't know what the fuck's on this planet. And that's what your guys are like. Like, don't call him down, we don't know what's here yet. He goes, no, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. He just brings everybody down. And But by the time he does, there's this huge giant, they call it Anomaly. It's like a, it's an electrical storm that just kills everything. I don't know what the hell it does. Uh, but it gives you your powers later. And so, of course, he sees that. He's like, oh my god, what have I done? It's so cheesy and corny, like everything... You would expect to happen. It's like, yes, of course this is happening. Um, the dialogue, I think, is written so poorly. It, every line's delivered like shit. And um, every cutscene has a... Uh... Do you remember Kane and Lynch? How it had that shaky camera the whole time? Oh, the battle camera? I, yeah, I fucking yeah. hate that. I cannot stand that. 
in video games cutscenes where it's like got as it feels like you're shaking like you're on a fucking moving car or something. It's like, dude, just hold still. I was like, there's no reason. I don't. I, what's the point of it? Like to make you feel like you're there and everything's chaotic. Like, stop it. I just want to see it. Something. Um, but so they come down. Uh, but uh, that happened during the storm. So then you get thrown into cryogenics. And you awaken 30 years later, and the planet's at war with itself, just scavenging to have what's left uh, because the storm is getting bigger and bigger. And then the storm hits you one last time. Someone lets you out, and you get your power. And then this is where the game – this is probably about an hour and a half into the demo um, because you cannot skip cutscenes and shit your first time through, which is just ridiculous. Uh, then you Then this game starts getting some meat on it. It starts playing a little better. Uh, it plays like Anthem – versus uh with destiny but just a looser combat system it's not nearly as it um actually maybe not uh, more like division or something like that because it uses like the cover system of division where you'll run into cover uh hold x to select like to the next one and just run in cover like that uh but it's not nearly as punishing as division and then you get four classes like the anthem and you can choose what your powers are and then they give you a brief description of each of them I've I've tried three of them. The only one that seems worth a damn is the Trickster. Uh, the other ones just kind of they're they're fine, but they just aren't as fun. Uh, the Trickster's pretty cool though because he gets these like warpal blades or electrical blades that or warp blades. I don't even know what you call them. And he can teleport. He's a close melee character, um, but he can get in and out really fast because he has a teleport. So he'll hit him, and he has an ability. This giant blade that's just a sweeping blade. It kills like everybody on the screen that's near him, and it's a really cool animation. It's like. Uh, he hits them and then you just sit there and then they just disintegrate like through electricity and just fall apart. I was like, well, that was really cool. That fuck, like that part of the game is really cool. The abilities, the combat, that all moves really well. Um, except for like the actual performance of the Xbox one. Then I, but I, so I was having problems with it and I played for a little while open world. Um, the side missions, they're kind of boring. Um, it's weird that you can activate a side mission again after you've beaten that side mission because the first one I did, I killed a guy, or a guy died, and then I had to go uh, avenge his killing. They're like, you could do it again. I was like, but he's already dead. Like, how do I replay something like that? But he just comes back alive, so you could do this mission again if you want. It's so stupid. Like, they haven't figured out a way to make that work at all. It's so bad. Then um, I played for about, let's see, because you can get to level seven. Um, and you can unlock like three or four abilities. So I got pretty far into it. Uh, so that's like four or five hours. And so I texted Brandon. I'm like, I was like, I was like, you like this? And he's like, yeah, he goes, I'm having a blast. I was like, I was like, it's okay. I was like, the gameplay is okay. I was like, I can see how it's fun with another person. I was like, but by myself, I was like, dude, nothing's grabbing me about this story. The characters are so poorly written. Everything's just so hokey and cheesy. It's just awful. And he goes, what do you, he goes, oh, he goes, I haven't felt that at all. I was like, well, what are you playing on? And he says, Series X. I was like, well, let me go check on PS5. So I go and play it on PS5 to see maybe I'm just getting a bad performance issue. Dude, it is night and fucking day what this game looks like on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X versus Xbox One and PS4. Like, unbelievable the jump in quality you get as far as the performance stands. I was like, well, I see why you like it. Cause you're not dealing with all this stupid shit that I'm dealing with. Like characters just not moving or, or getting stuck in areas. Frame rate drops every four seconds. None of that shit's on PS five. It still doesn't look great on PS five. It looks, but it looks fine. And I was like, dude, no wonder why you like it so much better. So 
Do not play this game on an Xbox One unless you want to see a real shitty fucking game. It is just absolute garbage what it looks like. I was shocked at how much worse it looked on Xbox One versus the new gen systems. Like, ah, I wish I, I, I wonder if I should do like a once over for it and then see. Uh, I'll show both of them so you can see how bad it looks. Sure. Yeah, I think we need. I think we need to have a side by side comparison with this, so you can see it. Oh man, it was just ah, I couldn't believe myself. But gameplay, like I was saying, I wanted to find just a mindless game to shoot. Kinda, that's what it is. It has that Destiny loot thing to keep playing these missions over, so you can get better loot. It's fine, I guess. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like grind. Uh, speaking of which, though, I forgot. I almost, Kyle, you almost got away with it. I see that you're missing something on your list here that you did not play. I saw you were playing Destiny 2. You fucktard. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I guess I did. And then yeah, you're gonna and you be talking shit about when I was playing Destiny 2 a little while ago? Fuck yeah, you, no, buddy. <laughs> I, I got talked into to playing Destiny 2 with a guy from work. So he had me start a character, and then he's like, well, no, let's play on Xbox. And then, so I started a character on Xbox, and he's he was like, the next day, he was like, well, I was off for the night. Let, let's just start p- characters on, on PC. <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh, whatever. Man, he is so I played with him for, for like an hour. I I guess the game's okay. I don't, I don't know. I think that I game. No I fucking... think the gameplay is fun of Destiny. I think shooting it, feels good. Yeah, in that the game. shooting feels good. I have no fucking clue what's going on though. No, it starts right. out, yeah, yeah, and right. there's someone that's dead, or like two people terrible. that are dead, and it's they're terrible. like, "Oh, the, the you know, this is so sad." And I'm like, "Why is it so sad? I don't even know these people. This is the and the other thing that I had a problem with. It's like the exact same game, like the opening is like." almost identical to the first game i thought it was playing the first game <laughs> yeah no that that's exactly what my problem uh, that i'm saying is it, like leading up to like actually talking talking to someone to get missions and shit uh it felt like the exact same game i was like it, w- what's going on this is the exact area i start in in the, the you know the the first game and that that that's how it felt to me and I was like, this is really, I don't know. I think that's how uh, Outriders feels, is where the gunplay feels pretty good. It feels good to shoot, but everything else is just like, ugh, what is the point? Yeah. it's But it's even more cheap. Like, Destiny isn't really cheesy, I guess. This is at least cheesy. It almost has, like we were talking about Starship Troopers a little earlier. Like, not quite, but kind of. <laughs> like. <laughs> Kinda. So if I, if you want to play a game that's bad for the wrong reasons, I guess yeah, maybe we'll try this one. That's why I was asking Sherman if you would uh, download it. If you would download it, I was like, I want to see what this is like with another person. And then you would have a series because it is crossplay. I was like, oh, I wonder what Series X would be with an Xbox One. How bad it would be because I have a forty-five second load screen every ten seconds. You got a four second load screen, I'm sure, just like I did on PS Five. So I was like, I want to see how this works <laughs> together. Okay. Okay, I'll go. I will if the demo's still available. I'll go get it, and we can. Oh, you don't have to. I, that was that was just why I was asking that day, though. So. Oh, okay. Okay. 
I, it's not bad. Like, if you guys want to try it, like, the, I think the gameplay is pretty solid. I would be a little more curious to see how, if your abilities can work with each other, because it does have, like, that Halo thing of raising skulls and making levels harder. Um, So I wonder if, like, you have to work a little bit more together. Because right now I'm just steamrolling through it. I had steamrolled through it twice. Uh, three times. Because I played three characters. So it's not a hard game at all. But sometimes that's okay. Yeah. I think that comes sometimes. out in April, Sherm. It's coming up. It is. Damn. I know. Lots of games. I almost bought Bowser's Fury, Kyle, because I watched some gameplay footage. I kind of want to play that, man. <laughs> uh, like I said... Eh. The thing that sucks is it's only a couple hours long. That's not, that does like, suck, but it, I, I like those it's mechanics. It's really, I saw. really good, but damn, you know. I, like, I really did like those mechanics I saw. I was like, that's pretty cool. Like an open world exploration, one area Mario. That was a pretty interesting idea. I, I would, I would really like to see have them or see them put out like, even if it was a smaller experience, like Bowser's Fury, maybe a little bit longer, but not quite a full length experience. Like twenty bucks on the the sh- the Nintendo shop, fuck yeah, it would sell oh, like totally. crazy. Sure. Did you watch that once over of Little Nightmares that I did? Oh, absolutely, I did. I always do that just to make did... sure before I even uh, get that thing uploaded. Did you find it unsettling? <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I did don't you know find if I'm the teacher unsettling? I was like, dude, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really like that. I was, I was just curious to see if you watched that one because I know you won't play those games because you have, like, it gives you like an anxiety, you know, like that feeling kind of thing. But I was wondering if you, what you thought about that one. Oh God, yeah, I, mm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some fucked up shit happens in that game. That's a pretty funny game. But yeah, that's it for me. Well, then, uh, I think that's it for all of us then this week, right? Anything else hiding in there like Destiny 2 was for Kyle? Yeah, fucking acting. Remember when he was talking so much shit when I played? I was like, I'm going to try Destiny 2. And he's just fucking reaming my ass, letting me have it. Fucker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Kyle, if it's you ever okay. want to, I will play I, Destiny I... 2 with you because I do find the shooting to be fun. I mean, it's it's okay. I I don't know. I don't know the the guy that that I work with. He really really likes the game, and I, eh, I don't know. I'll give it a shot. You know, he 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 wants someone else to play with. So, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Oh, uh, I got one more thing, Germ. A new killer's oh, going to come out in Dead by Daylight. Oh Jesus. <laughs> No, oh, Kyle, boy. you have to hear it. Who do you think it is? I couldn't guess. You couldn't the new guess, killer right? in there? It's it's not going to be fucking Pennywise, is it? No, it's actually not a licensed one, but it basically is. His name is the Trickster, and he is oh. a Korean pop star. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. It'd be better what? if it was Chucky. <laughs> oh, I would God. love a Chucky. I, I think that'd be really interesting in that game, but it'd be really hard to deal with because it's in first person and he's so small. I don't know how the hell that would work, but that'd be really interesting. But yeah, he's a Korean pop star. Uh, he basically is just Korean Jared Leto Joker. Like that's <laughs> oh, that's, God. that's all he is. Oh, and I God. know that's Do what they really were going for. 
Yeah, I know that's what they were going for when they first created him. First of all, they call him the trickster. Why are they calling him the trickster if you're a Korean pop star? It has they mean nothing of the same thing. He has no abilities that do anything involving like magic or tricking or anything like that. Nothing like that. And his weapons except, are you go ahead, Kyle. Except he could run up and do the the Gungnam style uh dance right in front of you and kill you with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. He um his ability, his power is throwing knives. Gee, I wonder who, what character has throwing knives as a main weapon. His other, his melee weapon is a baseball bat. Gee, I wonder what character <laughs> this is all reminding me of. And he even looks a lot like the Joker. Uh, just Korean oh, pop star. Oh God! I was like, dude. I was like, you fuckers. I was like, if you just want to make the Joker, make the Joker. No one cares. I was like, but his more is really funny. His kill is uh, insta kill. He starts throwing all these knives, and then he throws an autograph at him, an autograph picture, and then stabs it to him. I was like, this is terrible. I love the death. Oh my God! Going in such a goofy. He is. Movie. He's the he's the fucking Korean Joker. Yeah, isn't he? Holy shit! What a fucking waste. Where is this game made? <laughs> it's uh it's I think it's a European developer. I think Behavior's uh, um a European. I'm not sure where they are. I don't know, man. But like as far as like keeping up with the game and giving us new content, I don't know. Thanks for a new killer for free. Like they just give you this shit. But thank you. Cuz it started out with four or five killers. They're up to 22 now, 23. Like they're giving you new shit the whole time, which changes the game in interesting ways. But yeah, I, I thought he was. I just wanted to mention Korean Jared Leto Joker. <laughs> He's so cool. Jeez. And Brittany, Brittany, because uh, so they use a PTB uh, test server to test out the character and see how he works. And usually the best people are on there. And Brittany decided to play on. <laughs> Brittany is not very good at this game yet as killer. She's like a rank twenty killer. And it goes all the way up to rank one. So, and she's getting like rank one survivors that are just bending her over and fucking her silly. <laughs> she's like, they're not being very nice. I'm like, nope, they don't give a fuck about your feelings at rank one. <laughs> Poor Brittany. She just got her ass reamed by these fucking survivors. People are such assholes in this game. Everyone's so toxic. Oh, yeah, and it's going to be worse now that you got your fucking K-pop crazed singer here that's gonna be fucking killing honestly everybody. i don't think he's gonna do well i think he's the worst killer in the game he's so slow and <sighs> usually the slower killers have a, a, a power that allows that that makes up for that like the huntress is another slow one but she can throw hatchets that down you in one hit it takes like eight or nine hits to hit with these knives before you go down okay it's not even worth it by the time you hit him down you could have hit him with a bat so he's they need to work on him but i won't get into that shit that was it. I, I'm done now. Sorry, Sherm. I had to tell you about. Oh, no, that's fine. That's K- fucking. I'm K-pop gonna look star. at. I'm gonna look at videos for this guy and just. He looks ridiculous, right? For doing it. He does. I'm looking at pictures now, and I'm just like, why? Like he Whatever. he makes really, he makes really cool noises when he kills people. Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I see like another killer who's pyramid head. Pyramid head's pretty intimidating looking, and then there's this little Korean pop star chasing you around the map with a bat. Like he's not even very scary at all. Even oh, Ghostface great. like looks better than this. What a cool great. fucking game, man. It's terrible. Fantastic then. Well, is that all now, Preston? Anything else you want to surprise us with? <laughs> no, I think that's it. I'm sorry. No, you're fine, man. Just it was, it was like I was uh, it's whatever. Anyway, so 
Because that's everything now that we've been playing. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's What Do You Play? And don't forget to check us out on our home podcast platform, Anchor.fm. That's at anchor.fm slash the-npcs-podcast. You can find us there and on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So please make sure to subscribe to us there to get all future podcasts available to your device at the time they publish. You can also find us on social media on Facebook and Twitter at the NPCs, and you can also find us on YouTube at the NPCs as well, too. Links to all of that is on our Anchor.fm page. Thank you so much, everybody. We will catch you all in the next episode. Later. Bye-bye.